0: A florist's world is filled with big-budget, Instagram-worthy moments, leaving so many florists feeling inadequate or discouraged because this isn't the type of work that they're attracting. But the bigger issue I see florists struggle with is being overwhelmed and exhausted and, frankly, counting down the days till the end of wedding season. If you are struggling keeping up with the day-to-day details of your business like proposals, ordering product, client meetings, and then getting this week's wedding done, all while trying to balance kids, a day job, self-care, and whatever else gets thrown your way. I'm Jenny Beck, and I am going to help you feel so much lighter in your business. I believe that today you can start to change your business and your life, and I'm here to help. I used to struggle with pricing. Everyone needed a deal because I felt like that was the path of growing my business. But in the end, I was needing to do more and more weddings And my calendar filled up with uninspiring work. I came to a point I couldn't do it anymore through coaching courses, masterminds, and a lot of self-work that is all changed. I feel creatively inspired, have the resources to work on my business and not constantly in my business, all while making impactful money, being a more present mom and feeling balance in my life and business. Whether this is your side hustle, your mom hustle, or your everyday hustle, this podcast is the place for all the juicy details of creating a business you adore. Flower Friend, my name is Jen, and I'm so glad you're here. Hello, Flower Friend, this is Jen, and you're listening to the Floral Hustle Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about five ways that your floral business is leaking money. Who wants to leak money in places that we don't need to leak money in? So that first thing that I see so many florists doing is overstuffing. They get into this internal battle of about the value that they're delivering with the the price of it and then wanting to, of course, please people. And how that can be dangerous is that you're developing especially if people talk expectations that this is the value that you deliver for this price. And I've seen that a lot with, especially with the cultural community, they always are like, well, how much did that cost? Like how much did that thing cost? How much did this cost? There's just like this, so much of their world is just about negotiating, about almost like making people uncomfortable sometimes about pricing. And with that, they want reference. And I totally get people want reference, but that's why if you create floral recipes and floral kind of formulas and support that with photos, it's really easy to show your value to make sure that you're not overstuffing things because you're doing something similar to something that you've done hard math on to make sure that the formulas Uh, support profitability and that support of profitability is what's going to keep you moving forward the next thing that you could be leaking money doing is over ordering and especially when you're new over ordering is something that's easy to do because you don't have a frame of reference to what this should take especially with installations or larger centerpieces. I see people will just like, they'll have so many flowers left at the end of the week or then you start overstuffing because you overordered and then you have all of this product left and you don't want it to go to waste. So then you start overstuffing because you overordered. If you are using my square footage formula in installations, that will help so much. So go get my pricing guide, which talks all about this at theflorahustle.com forward slash pricing. It breaks down like how to do this whole like per square foot pricing formula and ordering formula. So you can go in and easily figure out what product you need, By figuring out your average square footage of that installation, some will be a little bit heavier, some will be a little bit lighter, and then you have an ordering formula for those big things. Then, if you are often ordering based off, you get a quantity discount. You need to adjust your recipes so that you are not over-ordering on one thing, but still ordering the same amount on everything else. Then you want to make sure that when you are going in and ordering something at quantity that's giving you a discount, that if you ordered the 50 stems when you need to buy 125 and it's 25% or 25 cents cheaper, a rose or whatever it is, that savings makes sense on that situation to take away from something else and to order it. So make sure that. The deal is worth the squeeze of investing. Then, I often see forests not doing enough prep time ahead of time. And so then they are prepping vessels, prepping containers, prepping phone, prepping all these things with premium labor. People who are more expensive on an hourly basis and could potentially cap some of this prep work be done on off times, so you are highly investing in labor that isn't potentially necessary. You could find someone who's $16 to $20 an hour versus the $30 an hour person to make foam containers, to make something that is pretty simple, as long as you show them, can be done by a less skilled laborer. And I know in the time being, it seems like it's like, well, it just needs to be done. It could have been done last week when you didn't have a wedding with somebody who cost significantly less on an hourly basis. If that project took five hours and you were paying that person an additional $10 an hour, you invested an additional $50 just in labor. In That can creep up, especially when you're doing it with five different people working for you. And that also goes for processing and prepping, unboxing, uh, vases, cleaning vases. You want to make sure that you're using labor that isn't um, premium labor rates for items that can be done. And uh, honestly, a lot of those people love that experience. Because they're getting experience of working for a florist from a less skilled perspective, and so they're around the shop, they're around the energy, they're around all the 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 inner workings of your business, and you're not paying them a premium wage. Then another way you could be leaking money is you could be spending too much money. I see florists all the time going way all in deep on getting potential studios, buying big expensive things, having every single tool that they possibly could have, going in heavily investing in fundamental like baseware and things like that. But then they have to go get all the fancy ones and have to get all of these premium things or buying bases that they haven't yet rented out. I often will go into buying a rental vase that I want to have in my inventory when I've already rented it out. And I might buy a sample pack that I can show someone, but I'm not investing or making that investment until at least I have it somewhat paid for because I don't want that expense to be leaking that money unless there's a plug for that money coming back. And that is with a rental. And then the last thing that I see, and this is kind of a pattern, is people who don't hire enough labor overall because they're afraid of the expense. So several things happen when you do this. For one, you are going to get burnt out way sooner than you necessarily needed to, or if you even needed to. You are going to potentially start creating subpar work because you didn't have the resources to make premium work. You are also potentially going to not get certain things done or it's so rushed that the experience delivering wasn't the experience that you necessarily wanted. So make sure that you can up enough labor with your pricing, with like how much you're charging for a setup and design fee. Like those things need to support you being able to have that labor. So if you were undercharging, it is going to be this cycle of I'm undercharging. Okay, and I'm going to get a bunch of business because people are going to see my work. And then it's gonna, you're gonna start getting burnt out. And then it's just this roller coaster cycle that you could be on because you're not hiring enough labor. You're putting out often really cheap work that was underpriced because you wanted to get the work. Then you didn't have the money to hire the labor to support that work. Then you're starting to get burnt out. Then you're starting to. Create work that you're really not excited about you don't know if you want to do this like all of these feelings I have had these exact things. you don't want to run your business like that you will start to leak money you will your your floral soul will start to leak out because the happiness in your business will start to diminish as well. you deserve to run the business of your dreams and have a business. That makes you happy, makes you money. And that is possible. You do not need to go and give away the farm to every single person because you think that's what is going to grow your business. It is not what's going to grow your business. Being consistent, cultivating relationships, making sure you're not burned out, that is what's going to grow your business. Because when you have time to be the CEO in your business, like that's the time that you can do bigger things bigger, greater things in your business. But you need time and not needing to be up till midnight, till two in the morning, getting your wedding done because that was your only option because you didn't feel like you could pay for anybody to come help you. That is not going to make your dream business. That is going to make you think a day job is a better idea. Thank you so much for listening, flower friend, and you have an amazing flower-filled week. Friend, thank you so much for hanging out with me today. If you found value or today's episode was helpful, please head to your podcast player of choice and hit that subscribe button so that you can be notified every week of new episodes. And while you're there, please go and leave a review. Reviews are so important for getting this message out to all of our other flower friends. Also, if you are wanting additional support, head on over to Facebook and join the Floral Hustle Facebook group, which is a place for like-minded floralpreneurs wanting a more aligned and more profitable floral business. Flower friend, have a fun-filled flower week.